Hawaii is beautiful, and it's pretty darn nice in California, too. In fact, it's recreational legal out there, so we're big fans of the Bones DK podcast of California. But outside of a major, and not just because of the weather, the field, the Arizona landscape, but because this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest parties of the year on the PGA Tour, the Waste Management Phoenix Open is the one that I want to attend. By the way, the first year the event will take place when sports betting is legal in Arizona as well. So let's crank it all the way up to 11 with the waste management this weekend. My name is Edge. Welcome into the program. Follow me at GolfGuyWV on Twitter and TikTok. Joining me as always, TWMan66. And I'll tell you what, T-Dubs, PGA Tour events to me, they seem to be becoming more like music festivals, week-long music festivals, because there are guys just getting wrecked at these things. In fact, they call this one the wasted management. But there was just a clip on Twitter this week of guys, for the, how many beers are they drinking where they can't actually walk forward? Their, their, their legs are moving forward, but they seem to be walking backwards. Can you explain that to me? Well, I don't know if that's a guy at the waste management or if that's me walking out of happy hour last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I seem to remember having a bit of a lean last night myself. But, boy, you got to be really, really lit up to be doing the sideways gravity thing here, you know? You're not going to see more leaners than, you're, than you'll see at a PGA Tour event. I mean, it's social media proven. And the PGA Tours, I'm, I'm sure, quick to wash them from social media. But Bones DK Golf joining us from Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, what's going on here? This is the tournament you would want to go to also. I know that. The Wasted Management. There's no doubt. Yeah, I've been wanting to go there for a while now. And uh, I'm really disappointed I'm not there this year, actually. I was planning on it and just uh, things got in my way. But... I'm going to be there next year, and we will be having a great time. It's my favorite tournament of the year. Yo, fam, let's make it a field trip next year. Waste Management, Phoenix Open. This is usually the first tournament of the year, besides the Tournament of Champions, which we saw the very first week on the PGA Tour. This is usually the tournament where all the big guns come out. We'll talk about the field here in just a few minutes. But, Bones, I'll let you speak for yourself about last week, but I'm going to say this. That is the last time I ever throw money on any type of pro-am event that involves the PGA Tour. Three different courses, just a bunch of forced comedy, marathon rounds. I'm not really sure who they're even trying to appease. Who's watching this, Wild Man? It's very strange. It's like, it's and, and this is so appropriate that it's the Waste Management Week right after, because like, Waste Management is the way golf should be played, right? It's all about the fans. It's all about, you know, being in a, at a spectacle and being and partying and having a good time. You know, the the notion of like, you know, men over the age of 60 being the PGA Tour's uh, brood of fans is antiquated. Um, but it's, it's so strange then when you see like, Larry the Cable Guy is on TV inside of the PGA Tour ropes. And I don't, who, I don't even know if Larry was in this, the, the cable guy was in this one, but- Who is tuning weird. in to watch Macklemore play golf? Who is tuning in, you know, to watch Larry Fitzgerald play golf, Bones DK? It just, I, I'm not sure what the PGA is even going after here or, or what audience they're trying to appease. 
Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, we have the Mario Lemieux Classic in Pittsburgh. I don't know if that's still going on, but back in the day, it was Michael Jordan, John Elway, Dan Marino. We wanted to see those guys. It that wasn't. Was amazing, but it, it wasn't tied to a PGA Tour event either, though. There was money on the line here. That's what's that's what's peculiar to me about this. Why why they're what they're even going with with this thing? Because it really their audience is gravitating towards a much more gambling audience. The golf, the PGA Tour audience is. And that, as Wildman said, is just completely antiquated. I don't know if we'll get to an answer here on the bottom of this podcast, but let's move on to the wasted management. That's what we want to talk about, and we will be calling it the wasted management throughout the podcast in spirit of the event. Fans coming back to the event for the first time in a while. So uh, this is back at the famous TPC Scottsdale, Wildman. Um, It's in the desert, so the ball travels a long way. Finding the fairways got to be important here. 7,200 yards. The par fives are gettable. There's only three of them, though. So what can you tell us about the course? What can you tell us about the stats that we're going to need to follow this week if we're going to have success? Well, yeah, so it's in the desert. A lot of bunkers. uh, A lot of bunkers off the tee. So driving accuracy is going to be more important than driving distance. However, uh, longer hitters tend to play well here, like Tony Finau, Bubba Watson, Phil. Um, There's a lot of guys that hit the ball really, really far that play well here despite it not being important to hit it that far. So maybe you give a little bit of an edge there to guys that uh, are longer than average off the tee and also rate out well off the tee. Um, but, yeah, you're going to have to keep it straight. You're going to have to keep it in the fairway. There is some trouble out here, too. There's water. Like I said, there's a lot of fairway bunkers. Um, there's a couple risk-reward <clears throat> risk holes like the par fives, like number 17 coming down the stretch where you can uh, – you know, get an eagle opportunity there on the par four or go into the water. And a lot of guys go for that because if you're in the water, you're green side and you're dropping on the fringe and, and can two putt for a par uh, a lot of times. So, um, yeah, we're going to be we're going to be looking at fairways gained. We're going to be looking at guys that are in the short grass with uh, with good iron play and good par five scoring. According to Osimo.com, just four holes will make up 50% of the scoring here at the Waste Management Phoenix. So you have to have the guys score on the par fives. And as Wildman just said, number 17, a drivable par uh, par four, uh, where you just said you can make eagle, at the very worst, up and down for a par. So we'll have to see uh, how players choose to play that this week. The field is incredibly strong, Bones DK. We've got four of the top six golfers in the world, 16 of the top 25. You got Justin Thomas. You got John Rahm, who's never finished uh, worth uh, worse than 16th in this tournament. McElroy, uh, Webb Simpson, Xander, Hideki, who's a two-time winner. Berger, Bubba Watson, you just mentioned, has six top tens at this tournament. So a huge field, 132 players, top 65 make the cut. Uh, who you liking in this top tier? Because you got six guys here in this top tier, Bones DK. Rom, Thomas, Cantlay, Matsuyama, Hovland, and then Spieth is the first guy to go under 10K. So some big hitters and a lot of guys in that $10,000 range. Do you build around any of these guys to start? Yeah, man, this is a loaded range. I mean, wow. John Rahm, $11,600. Man, that's a little expensive. I know he has great history here. doesn't have worse than a 16th, but doesn't have better than a 9th. You know, so um, $11,600, you want your guy to be an automatic win. So, you know, I just, in DraftKings purposes here, I'm looking down to see some value down here in the little lower. Um, JT, I think, is one of the best plays in the whole whole field. His irons are dialed in right now. Um, I like, you know, if you just talk about 
Rom being 11-6, JT 11,000, I think both have the same chance to win the tournament. So I like the $600 savings in DraftKings purposes this week. Um, Patrick Cantley has never played here before, but he seems to be loving the crowd. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he just pops up out of nowhere. Uh, one of my favorite plays in this whole range is Hideki Matsuyama, two-time winner here, Hideki. Uh, this guy's irons are dialed in right now. That's something I'm looking at this week is stroke stand approach. I'm really looking at guys that have great irons. I'm not too worried about, um, you know, you see guys putting well, obviously, but I think if, if you can get a guy with dialed in irons who can putt this week, they're going to make noise. And I like Hideki. I mean, man, he's coming off two wins. The Zozo, the Zoni, good, good showing at the Farmers, and his irons are great right now. So I like Hideki this week a lot. That's good stuff. You're not going to go wrong with Justin Thomas ever, I feel like, here at uh, Phoenix if you can work him in your lineup at 11000 Patrick Cantlay is a really interesting play, though, because he is expensive. But, man, this guy's I think his last 24 rounds, he's had one round over 70. His last uh, scoring average in this year's events were like 67.5. So this guy's on fire too, Wildman. Yeah, Cantley's entered that that range of like, you expect him to be in contention every tournament, regardless of, of what is needed to play well. Um, he's clearly in that upper echelon of players, top five in the world golf ranking. Uh, it seems like he's due to win a, a lot more events. I don't know about this one um, because I, I just think there's a lot of good players in this field. And, you know, you can expect him and Rom, who, by the way, is an Arizona State product uh, right down the road there in Tempe from this event to be up at the top. I do share the sentiments with Thomas and Hideki as well. Um, you know, but I also could see fading this range because I think there's a ton of strength below it. It is. It, I could see it too. It's tough to fade all six of those guys though. I mean, Hovland, who we haven't mentioned anything about Bones, DK is another guy who's off to a red hot start here in 2022. Yeah, Victor Hovland, his only appearance here is a miscut. I'm not looking too much into that. Uh, this guy is really good. Even though he came in 30th of the century, he gained 4.1 on approach. And this is what I'm talking about. I mean, look at his irons, man. If he can just figure out his around the green game and putting, he's going to win the tournament. He's still winning tournaments with bad irons. I mean, it's pretty, pretty amazing. So... I mean, look at that around the green, though. Losing 6.2, 8.9, 3.2 in the putter. You want to be good around the green at this, at this course. So uh, that's something to be scared of with Hovland, I guess, if anything. I mean, $10,200. Um, he, he's really good. I don't know if I'll be playing him this week, though. Yeah, that's fair analysis. You've got to be good around the green here uh, in Phoenix. And wild man, something crazy about Hovland, though. You know, this is the biggest party of the year. He's a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Is he going to feed yeah. off that energy a little bit, you know? Or it's is he going to be out? Is he going to be out chasing women uh, on on you know Friday morning until you know <laughs> five o'clock? Who knows? There you go. I would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't? Right. Really good results here. First, first, <laughs> fourth, first. Uh, $9,000 range. We got Spieth at 99, Shoffley at 97, Kepka at 94. He's a past champion here as well. Burns at 93, Berger at 92, Scheffler at 91, and Bubba, as I just said, has six top tens there. He's played here, I think. 16 times though he's a veteran of this course bones who do you like at this uh at this value you know i'm loving jordan speed at 9900 um he has really good history here with two top tens uh, he gained 5.6 on approach last week at the pebble beach um coming off a second place this guy just likes this course 9900 I, I could even see you starting with jordan speed this this week i'm not going to go crazy on him i don't think he's like 
the best play ever, but 21 birdies and an eagle with great history. I think he um, is playing really good golf right now. I really like him at 9,900. Um, I don't know if we're getting down to Scotty yet. I'll, I have a big take on him if you want to talk about him now or let Wildman talk. Let's hear the take on Scotty because he's our favorite name in this group. We love this guy on this podcast. We need to get him a win. Wildman, what's your take? Yeah, I'm going to pass on Spieth. I mean, I, any any courses where you need to play well off the tee, I, I usually pass on him. He's a little erratic. Uh, and I'll also mention Berger real quick. You know, we had a bite on Berger early last week that he had tweaked his back. And, uh, you know, we were kind of hoping that he wasn't going to withdraw until Thursday morning. He ended up withdrawing Wednesday because we were going to fade him due to the injury anyhow. Um, but I, I would be very w- uh, wary of him. He rates out well, and I think he'll be popular, but definitely coming in with an injury. I'll let Rob speak on Scheffler, um, but I will uh, talk about Shoffley. I think Shoffley is, you know, if you're looking at course history, he's got as good a history, if not better, than John Rahm. Uh almost a $2,000 savings there. And a guy that any week, I'm a believer, you can start your lineup with. So getting him at 9,700 to me is an extreme bargain. Um, and it's just a matter of when he's gonna go on that tear. You know, he can play really well in stretches, but he's about to go on one of those tears where he wins three or four, three or four tournaments in a season. You gotta feel like it's coming. I am salivating, salivating for a Scotty Scheffler take. Please, Bones, DK, give me one. I'm salivating for a Scotty Scheffler win, all right? It's not because I'm just a homer of this guy. I just love him. Coming off a seventh place last year, and, you know, a type of guy I want to gamble on is the guy that has dialed in irons, that has great iron stats, that just isn't hitting putts. And if you scroll down to Scotty Scheffler here, you can see in his two events in 2022, gaining 1.7 and 5.7 in his two events. I like what I see out of Scotty Scheffler. Seven plays uh, last year. You know, he's going to figure out off the tee. He's one of the best off the tee players in the world. He bombs it. And if he just makes a few putts, he's literally like four putts away from winning a tournament. That's the type of guy I want to gamble on this week. If you look at like Denny McCarthy edge, uh, he, he has like amazing top finishes, 15th, 11th, whatever, but he's putting everything in right now. He has horrible irons. That's not something that's sustainable. Sustainable irons and making some putts is what I want to gamble on this week. Scotty Scheffler for the freaking win. Let's freaking get it, guys. Come on. Please. Let's go. 91. <laughs> 91, a good value bet also. Great value. Though, I feel like on too. That's what I'm saying. 9,100. You're not playing, you know, 10,200 like you were a couple weeks ago. This is a real tournament. This is a big deal. And I think Scotty has a great chance to win this tournament. I'm not just saying that as a, as a homer guy. A ton of value here in this $8,000 range. When you consider Finau at 89, who was a runner-up here a, a season or two ago, stays in at 88, Fitzpatrick at 87, Webb Simpson, a lot of guys like him this week, 16 to 1 at most Vegas books. He's at 86 right now. Adam Scott, 85, Seamus Power, 84. I know we have some mixed feelings about Seamus. Uh, Corey Connors, who I love, 83. Henley, 82. Our boy Hoagie, or Hodge, or Hogue, however you say it, 81. And Harris English, 8,000. I mean, there's a lot of value here, Bones DK. A lot of guys we love on this podcast that have won us a lot of money last year. Are you booking them in your lineup this week? Yeah, man. Ustazen has great history. Welcome back, Ustazen. Uh, Webb Simpson, amazing history. 
Not the irons that I like to see right now out of Webb, but 8,600. I don't see how many more times we're going to see Webb at this price, especially if he does something good this week. Seamus Power. Jeez, just take a knife and stab me in the stomach. He's like running away with it last week. I mean, that was tough to tough to watch. He ended up fading a little bit, as we expected, actually. I mean, I wasn't expecting him to keep that up. But he seems to be a really, um, like I said this every week, legit player, 8,400. You can... And he, you know, 9th, 14th, 13th, 15th, 4th. I, there's nothing denying him right now. His irons are in. I like him here. Uh, it, he doesn't have amazing history. I think missed his cut. But I'm not looking too much into history with Seamus Power because he's a whole different golfer lately. Uh, my favorite play by far in this range is Russell Henley. I could show you his stats, but he gains on approach literally every single tournament. 7th, 22nd, 2nd, 14th in his last four tournaments. 19 birdies, 22 birdies, three eagles. There's nothing to deny this guy. In fact, he's my value play of the week, Russell Henley, this week. Uh, I think he has a, a great chance to do something special at this tournament. Has good history as well. Wild, man. You can make some hay in this $8,000 range. Who you got? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, uh, I do like Henley. Uh, Ustazen, you know, guys, last year he was the number one putter on the PGA Tour. So, you know, guys can get hot with the putter, but to achieve that is one of the most difficult things in the world to do. And it's not really what you'd expect from him. But, you know, let's play this narrative. You know, Ricky Fowler, Brandon Grace, these kinds of guys, low ball flight hitters, keep it in the fairway. Uh, Louis, that kind of guy, that silky smooth swing, um, 8,800 seems like, you know, he's just sort of in the weeds right now. I like Louie a lot. I, it kind of goes the same for Webb Simpson as well. 8,600, I agree with you, Bones. Like, you're not going to see him below 9K in, in normal fields uh, um, quite often. And let's let's just call Seamus Power who he is. He's a stud. Every type of course, you know, whether it's Hawaii, whether it's California, uh, whether it's the desert, you know, whether it's a pro-am, I mean, he's producing good results. 8,400 is juicy uh, for a guy that is arguably in the best form of anyone in the field right now. $7,000 range. Maverick McNeely has withdrawn from the tournament. Uh, he was at 77, so he's out. Horschel at 79. Varner, who just won in Saudi Arabia last weekend at 78. You got Gooch. I can't go through all these guys because there's a ton of them here, but Luke List is already a winner. This year, Keith Mitchell, guys talking about him. Kisner, 7,400. Is there any value there? Kucher and Damon at 74, man. Those guys have been on our radar, Bones DK. The $7,000 range, what do you got? I mean, that's someone who, who you should play, right, Edge? Just someone that's been in my radar, and and then it will just pop out and win after I, you know, he misses the cut, the hoagie season. You know, I, I put all my money on hoagie two weeks ago. He misses the cut and then comes out and wins against me, so... Yeah, just been a brutal, brutal start of the year. Um, I like Andrew Putman, Putman a lot. Um, uh, he's coming off a seventh place last year, and I like his sixth place at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Uh, 21 birdies. The tournament before that, 20 birdies and an eagle, 17 birdies and an eagle. So Putnam is in serious form right now. Uh, clearly doesn't care if the crowd is there with the top 10 last year. And Joel Damon, right? Um, let's look at his history. It is a, a miscut, withdraw, miscut. Why? My opinion is that he's out there pre-gaming, tailgating before the tournament with his bucket hat on and sunglasses, 100. doing beer bongs, playing beer pong um, before the start. And I think he's out there just to party and simply doesn't care if he wins or not. I mean, a miscut, withdraw, miscut, and he continues to come back. Um, I wouldn't double down on uh, Damon with another good finish this week. 
Look, some of these people that live out there actually don't even know there's a golf tournament going on. They just think it's an, a nonstop party at night. That's what I mean. It, re it resembles more of a festival than a golf tournament. It's like a sideshow, the golf tournament here. So, uh, Wildman, I do want to get your flyer of the week here, but anybody we should be considering here in this $7,000 range, because again, there's a lot of guys here. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's Kisner, right? I just talked about Fowler and and uh, Grace, who who translate with that type of game into good finishes here. Um, Seventy four hundred, huh? He's got two top tens in the last three events. He's pouring in birdies. Um, you know, sure didn't play great last week in that stupid event, but uh, let's you know, let's fire up Kisner, man. I, I feel like this guy is way way better than seventy four hundred. Um, and you know, Damon, by the way. Seems a lot like me, doesn't he? Like well, if I was a PGA except golfer, he can play golf. That, that's <laughs> you know. exactly what people would be saying about he's me. He's got hair. This guy, this guy, <laughs> they'd, be like, they'd be like, this guy doesn't even care out here. I mean, <laughs> you see him like, like sweeping putts in, and then he's just slogging off the green, like couldn't care less. But uh, if, if we have, a, if we win the million this year, I'm going to invite him to the Ben's DK party. There's no doubt Joel Damon will be in attendance, and I'll pay for it. Sometimes yeah. I just feel like the pressure is so high on these guys, though, and it's so much to, like, keep your tour card that it's almost like a defense mechanism. Because I'm telling you, the guy wants to win. When he won in Puerto Rico a couple years ago, he was ecstatic about it. And if you read the media coverage around him those couple weeks after that, he was really committed to golf, you know, trying to be a champion on the PGA Tour. Now it seems like he is a little bit more into, like, goofing off out there but I, I really do think for young men out there man the pressure is just so immense we've seen it break a couple golfers even in the past couple years what was the one guy's name uh, the, the alcoholic that uh flipped Anthony out uh, well that guy but there was another guy that said he wasn't getting any help from the pga tour or whatever i mean the, Chris there's kirk and well kirk has made a comeback i can't this other guy's uh grayson murray that's who it is grayson murray yeah yeah <laughs> He's um, all over Twitter right now. Yeah, it's I know. Grayson, Grayson's had some knock, knock, murdered him earlier this year. Nobody's seen him since. He's still <laughs> pulling himself out of, hey, do you uh, think, uh, out of Hawaii. But. Do you think Robert Allenby needed help when he was stuffed in a trunk in Hawaii? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he was mugged, wasn't he? Like yeah, I, mugged think it, I think it all was a ruse, you know? I, I think, think it was a fake. It was a fake. Yeah, I think he got yeah. caught with a... Uh, woman for hire if you will and uh <laughs> you know she punched his lights out and he claimed he'd been kidnapped and jammed in a trunk <laughs> oh man oh man guys will do anything they will make up anything to, to try and avoid that trauma i feel like when they get caught with another woman especially when they got a wife all right that's neither here nor there we're getting into gutter talk here uh who's your flyer of the week wild man the flyer of the week uh is 6200 this guy's been a winner on the Canadian Tour. He's been a winner on the Web.com Tour. He's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour. Uh, has two top 11s here, including a top 10 last season. We like to call him Al Bundy. He was a former shoe salesman. James Hahn, 6,200. I, I, the Flyer of the Week has not been going well so far. I think we missed three straight cuts. But... This is one, guys, I feel like is uh, um, we've got a really good opportunity to have a result here. 6,200 is really, really cheap. All right, Bones DK, anybody that we overlooked here uh, on our pod show today? 
You know, it's great to see Hank Leviota back down there, 6,200. You know, it's someone yeah. I always play. Uh, Peter Malnati coming off a pretty good week, 6,100. Some good names down there. It's because it's a serious field now. Um, I think we pretty much hit everybody. I like K.H. Lee this week, uh, 7,300, I believe. Yeah, there he is. Um, has a second place here last year. Gained 5.8 on approach last week. 18 birdies, one double bogey. Uh, I think he can do pretty well here. So I like him as a, as a cheap $7,300 play. Uh, but just refer to the top plays for the rest of the guys that we've missed this week. Why does the PGA Tour not have some type of red zone camera? Or at least a camera on every single hole. We got to start even, a even, even a commentator on every single hole. What, what would be the problem with that? I mean, the NFL has... 16 games in a weekend and they probably have 25 cameras on that game or at least used to when the old nfl films were were there why can't the pga tour do that they've got the money to do that it's a billion dollar industry for crying out loud wild man what's what's the holdup? it is completely unacceptable their their lack of like even having shot tracker at a pga tour event at this point in time when Clearly, they they know the momentum of gambling is behind them, the momentum of the younger generation, you know, playing golf, betting golf, being at golf tournaments. It's really strange. And I mean, like, let, let, let the shot tracker aside. The overall coverage of these events is, is an F on the scale, you know, on the grading scale. It's just terrible. It I mean, you can't even, like, if you, if you don't, if your guy's not within five shots of the lead on the TV coverage, you don't even hear from them. You don't even know what's going on. It's it's really, really... I mean, uh, we're still living back in like 2007 on your cell phones where you're refreshing yeah. the ESPN and PGA Tour leaderboard. You're not watching anything. You're simply refreshing to see what numbers change on the leaderboard. It's really frustrating, Bones DK. It's torture is what it is. It's torture. I just want to see what happens. I'll pay for it. A lot of people will pay for it. In fact, anyone out there that has an idea to make a petition to get better coverage, let us know. Tweet at us. Let us know. We need it for the world. We, the we need world a petition. Golf. We need a petition to change the PGA Tour. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know what else people would uh, spend money on if they were given the opportunity? You know this, Rob. What Weed. is it? <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 You know this, Rob. <laughs> you lived in Colorado. It's legal out there, and apparently, it's doing good things with the tax revenue it's creating. Again, th this, these are things for another podcast. Any final thoughts, Bones DK, on the wasted management Phoenix Open at the TPC Scottsdale? Uh, let's hope for a fun week. And just because I don't like Damon to uh, to win this week, I, I'm rooting for him. You know, he might be a couple of beer bongs deep, but, you know, love the guy. <laughs> we are always rooting for Damon. Wildman, any final thoughts? Yeah, I want to mention two other quick guys there at low 7,000s. Charles Howell and Aaron Wise. If you get stuck oh, yeah. in that position needing a guy in that price range, I'd, I'd take a look at those guys pretty uh, long and hard. But, you know, Ed, you were talking about getting the Bones DK fam out at the waste management uh, next season. Well, guys, don't look uh, too far down the corner, around the corner. There's Super Bowl. Pop skipping a jump into Vegas. If you remember, you and I were out in Vegas oh, for the 2017 Super Bowl, which uh, I think was the waste management where Hideki, uh, it, it was on Super Bowl Sunday back then because the NFL's now moved back a week, but I think it was where Hideki beat Webb in a playoff. And that was the 28-3 to Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl. 
And uh, needless to say, you know, we were uh, walking a little sideways out there that weekend, too. Left just with my mind and body in complete shambles. And I, I've I've never wanted to go back ever since. I, I'll, in fact, I don't know if I'll ever go back to Las Vegas. I don't. That was my third or fourth trip. I just I think I've had enough of it. Anyhow, again, hey, hey, these are these are topics for another podcast. All right, that was let's, Tiesto at uh, Hakkasan. Yeah, that was that was Hakkasan. That was Caesar's Palace Super Bowl. That was just enough. I had enough. I, I what was it? I I uh, spent four days in Vegas one night. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was one of those weeks. <laughs> Anyhow, TW Man 66, Bones DK Golf. My name is Edge. Follow me on Twitter and TikTok at GolfGuyWV. Thanks so much for listening and good luck at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. This is a Bones Brothers Media production.